You're listening to KAYT, 88.1 FM, Gina, Alexandria, 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe, 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna, Maranatha, and Natchitoches First Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in Alexandria and Natchitoches, Louisiana. We desire to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to a dying world in the final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. In Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who has been born the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, Bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being privately warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. I would like to look just briefly at verse 8 where we get our text and premise from it. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, Bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. I would like to add tag to this message entitled, When You Have Found Him. When you have found him. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. When you have found him. Even though we're looking at this story, from the lens of Matthew's gospel. Luke gives us the account on the episode with the Magi coming and worshiping our king, the wise men. We've always deemed the wise men as being three of them. Yeah. We've always deemed it and we placed it in even in our hymnals, we three kings of Orient are. The Bible never tells us right. how many wise men it was. The wise men here have a different type of disposition than everyone else. They have an unusual journey to undertake, these wise men. They have an unexpected road to travel in order to get to where Jesus is. 
we can look at this whole thing as the wise men's joy. That's what we can look at the story as, the wise men's joy. And the first thing that we can find here in the text is uh, that uh, the first thing is that they witnessed the star. You can look with me in verse 1 and 2. You have your word there with you. Verse 1 and 2, they witnessed the star. Now, after Jesus was born, where, everybody? In Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to do what, everybody? To come to worship him. The wise men from the east were philosophers. They belonged to a large and influential class that included men of noble birth and comprised much of the wealth and learning of the nation. These were not just ordinary elders of any type of church. They had the books in their home. They weren't just there to collect dust, like some of us. The books are there for us to read. The scriptures are there for us to not just ponder, but to take to heart. Because when the word is in you, the word is going to do what it said it's going to do. God's word tells us in the book of Isaiah, his word will not return to him void. But it will go out and do what is expected to do. Some of us only activate the word on Sabbath morning and figure God is not doing anything else during the other six days of the week. Oh, he'll come back on Tuesday. He'll show up. Oh, he'll come back on Wednesday night. But that's not the type of God we serve. When we're in the word and allow the word to be into us, the word will wake you up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I wish I had some believers in here. See, the word is active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And sometimes we deactivate the word. Yes, sir. Hitting the snooze button on Jesus. And then looking to expect something from him Christmas time. Silver bells. Oh, oh. Pastor, you don't got a little ignorant. I'm just telling you what the Holy Ghost is saying. As these magi stood at the starry heavens and sought to phantom the mysterious hiddenness in their bright paths, they beheld the glory of their creator. Now in their own land were treasured prophetic writings that predicted the coming of a divine teacher. The magi learned with joy that his coming was near and that the whole world was to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. King Herod didn't know this child was coming, according to verse 3 and 4 of our text. This troubled him and all of Jerusalem. And now he consults the chief priests and the scribes to find out where Jesus is going to be born. And you can see, even on this holiday season, such as this one, there seems to be some haters working behind the scenes. You got haters that are getting away at any time. You're probably sitting beside some today. I'm just telling it like it is. You know, you got people that they, they claim that they love Jesus, but you only see it seasonally. Ouch. 
So Herod secretly calls a meeting with the Magi after they searched, and he wants to be in on where Jesus is to be born. And the prophecy is given to us in Matthew 2, 5 through 6. You'll see here the prophecy is given, and he didn't want to hear it because Matthew is quoting Micah 5, 2. Are you with me, church? So Matthew 2, 5 through 6 it quotes Micah 5.2. Listen to what it says, because this is the response of the Magi to Herod. Listen. So they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, verse 6, Micah 5.2, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. You see, when your witness is bigger than your haters, it causes your haters to become afraid. They become suspect. They something different about them. What am I talking about? Well, Herod had just been told that there is another ruler coming. Yeah, he's already ruling. He's already the emperor. You mean there is an ancient text that say that my kingdom is going to be dethroned by a coming ruler? I wonder where he is. Two things that Herod found wrong with the text. How many things, everybody? Another ruler is coming and one that's gonna rule in his place. This was not a concern for the Magi, though. They weren't concerned about that. These wise men were not concerned about that. They came to do a noble deed because they have seen a disruption in the astronomy. Yeah. Are you listening to me today? Yeah. Which leads to our next point. Not only did the wise men have joy in finding Jesus when they witnessed a star, they had joy when it didn't make sense. Yeah. Didn't make sense. Remember, these are philosophers. These are wise men. They are learned because they took time to study. They just did not study come Sabbath morning. They studied more, not, not just on Tuesday night or Wednesday night or, or on Sabbath itself. They took time because the studying of God's word woke them up in the morning. It started them on their way. They allowed the word to get into them and them into the word. So when you're covered by the word, something different happens when you arrive at work. When you're covered by the word, something different when you're sitting at your cubicle. Something different happens to you when you are covered by the word and the word covers you. You look different when you walk into Walmart. You feel different this holiday season when you go into JCPenney. Folk, folk give you, they give you special kudos and credences when you walk in. Can I help you? Somehow they want to be drawn closer to you. You think it's because you smell good. Because you got the right clothes on. No, it's because of the anointing that's in you. And here we are. When stuff don't make sense. Verse 8. And Herod sent the Magi to Bethlehem. He sent them. Now remember what they just told him. They told him what? That another ruler was coming. Yeah, yeah. He don't want to hear that. <laughs> so now he sent them. He said, go and search. Verse 8, I'm in the word. Mm -hmm. And search carefully for this young child. For when you have found him, yeah. bring back word to me that I can come and worship him also. Yeah. They had joy in the search for him, but it didn't even make sense. <laughs> Here it is. Her Herod is telling them to go look for him, that I can come worship him also. Something don't sound right. Herod is a paranoid ruler because he just heard that another ruler was coming to take his place. 
This is why when he spoke with them in private, he said, when you have found him, let me know too. This is the same sarcastic response we deal with when people say things like, so, so you know Jesus like that? Okay, when you really know him, let me know. You, you remember, you, you have people like that, Nicole. When you really find him, let me know. But you don't see the Jesus covering until Sabbath morning. And we're supposed to be a loving people. We are loving people when it has stuff to do with us. We, we, have, we, have, we have conditional love when God has exposed to us unconditional love. You see, church, when you really found it for yourself, things should go a different way. Why? Because of the relationship. Yeah. Right. Oh, that was going about three, four, amen. See, when you have a relationship with Jesus, things happen differently. Amen. Because some stuff that Jesus do, matter of fact, all the stuff that God does, it don't make sense to us. It doesn't make sense to us that God continues to love us no matter how many times we fall asleep in prayer praying to him. Oh, I know I'm on somebody's street right now. It doesn't make any sense to us that God continues to keep doing the stuff for us the many times that we say we're going to be for him and that we find ourselves denying him. Amen. No, Pastor, that's not me. I don't deny the Lord. Well, any time that you have uh, put in your craw yeah, yeah, yeah. to tell God no, yeah. that's denial. Any time that you act it another way, and you know how you should behave, that's denial. Huh? Any time that you respond differently to leadership that God has placed over you, you're walking in denial. Why are you talking about leadership? Because that's the way, any time that we walk a different way than God has ordered our steps, it's denial. Anytime, young people, that you disrespect your parents, yeah. it's called rebellion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that started long time ago, Revelation chapter 12. Yeah. That's why a war was created in the most serene place yeah. that we could ever think about. There was war in heaven. Y'all remember the text, Michael yeah. and his angels fought against the dragon? Ain't never, and I did say it country, ain't never been no disruption in heaven yeah. until we start harboring stuff. Whispering in the ears of other folk, yeah, yeah. wanting our side to be taken and understood. And then when it's time to come before the king, and watch this, God is so gracious. We don't understand this part. God is so gracious. Why? While the devil, Lucifer, was harboring stuff, Revelation 12, just taking the sidebar. Don't, don't mind this. Even while he was still harboring stuff and coming. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with yours truly, Dr. Christopher Manuel. You are invited.